The following is a presentation of Embassy Media and Marshall Davis Ministries. <laughs> Brings us to a place that we need to make sure we understand this. We are either successful or destroyed by the very things that come out of our mouth. Yeah. You have to watch it when you do get vision that you don't erase it. I know none of us been here. You have to watch it when God put a good relationship in your life and you erase it. Because you didn't understand something the good related person said or did. It was all good for 15 years and on one day. Let me go on back over here. Your mouth can destroy your vision. Not what happened. What happened can't stop it. Because what happened that was not right was of the devil. The devil can't stop nothing from happening. He can put obstacle, but God will give you the power to go around. He can put situation, but God will give you the power to overcome them. But what God can't do is because you're created in his image is change what you say. Y'all don't want to shout about that. Y'all don't want to shout about that. When you say something, you can talk to God all you want, but he can't change it till you say it. Sin can be so powerful till it'll take you out. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Sin has the power to kill, but the word of God said, if you repent, I would. If you speak, y'all not saying, sharing what I'm sharing. If you speak what God's word say about you, he is just, he's faithful to forgive you your sin and cleanse you from all of your unrighteousness. Why? Because what you say about a thing is the only thing God can act on. He can't forgive you till you say it. He can't bless you till you say it. He can't take you nowhere till you say it. He can't forgive you till you say it. He can't call victory till you say it. If you don't say it, he can't do it. Why? Because in the beginning, God said. Huh? In the beginning, God said. And because God said it, it was so. God is waiting on you and me to say something. If we say what he say, he'll do what we say. Y'all not shouting with me. Look at somebody and tell them it's time for you to say something about your situation. Stop hoping about your situation. Start saying something.
You know what I did? I went before the Lord choir and I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, why is it that we don't ask for more? God said, y'all can sit down. God said, a spirit of fear has come upon the people of God. The Lord said, they are afraid of me, not in reverence. They're afraid I won't do what they say. And the Lord said, prove me. Prove me. Have I not said it? Will I not do it? He know you messed up. He know you missed him. He know you dabbled in sin. But he said you have not because you asked not. God is waiting on somebody to say something and to ask for what they want. Not based on your goodness. You can't be good enough to get the blessings of God. I found out where my goodness is applied to. My goodness is only applied to people. Because man look on the outward. But God deals with my heart. Don't act like you've been so holy you hadn't had to repent. God didn't restore you because you were good. God restored you because your heart admitted that you were wrong. When you get real in your heart, God will teach you how to treat folk. It's amazing when you get wrong with God, you mess up somebody else's life. You got to watch when you get out of line with God because you're going to have a domino effect and mess up everybody else around you. I want to say something, but y'all might be too holy. Because I wanted to have the impact of how God revealed it to me. God said, when your relationship with him break up, you don't give a damn about nobody. Now you just ought to get set free. I say you just ought to get set free. your holy self well I see I better close there yeah I better close y'all can't take no more where I'm going y'all might think I'm unholy after a while The thing is, we haven't been dealing with reality in our heart. We got a lot of stuff in our heart that don't show up on Sunday morning. We have new suits, new dresses, new ties, new clothes, new hairstyles, but then that wickedness that's down in us jump up on, on Monday morning. We lift up holy hands in the sanctuary, go home and cuss somebody out.
broken relationship with God broken relationship with God the vision can't be enlarged why you still got an old mindset how can you praise him then turn around and cuss somebody out how can you do that how can you say you will lay your religion down The word of God said there's nothing wrong with you being angry. Said, but sin not. Watch this what I found out. Whenever it is that you have to use profanity to deal with anybody in expressing what you think about any situation, you have just left God and got into witchcraft. Because profanity is only to curse something. Y'all not shouting with me. Profanity is only calling something out of its name, character, to justify you. It's like putting a spell on folk. That's why I can't understand how a man could call his wife a certain word. You trying to cast a spell on the woman. It's your witchcraft self. Come on, Pastor. Ladies, don't smile too quick. Don't smile too quick. Hallelujah. Y'all been watching too much MTV and whoever rap the rap, the big bopper, the little bopper, and whoever else they are listening to that foolish music and that music has taught you how to create an image of somebody to tear them down and bring you into witchcraft. So when you hear the word of God, you can't bounce your head to that music. Let me get up here so I can show you the picture. Because I've watched some of you in here. You sitting there to praise and worship going on. I know we got good music in here. I know it be rocking. I know it's got the bottom you need. You sitting there looking. But then when that mess come on. When God's music going. When that foolishness come on. be afraid right now to just go and ask for people's keys at random go to their car crank it up and see what's on I ought to do it I said I ought to do it I ought to do it I ought to do it I ought to just tell give me the key don't nobody don't let them out the door they think I'm gonna do it they're gonna start running to the car and you see you running out there changing it now. Get in your car, have to get over tapes of. Ain't none of them talking about God. Let me. Can I share this here with you? Sit down for a minute, people of God. I'm closing now. Music is music. Do you understand that? You have to train your thoughts to like 
or dislike certain type of music. You cannot allow yourself to say, I like all type of music. Because you're very influenced by what go in your ear gate. Because that's where your faith coming. Not just for God, but for whatever go in there, you start having faith for it. So you have to watch what you hear because whatever you hear will be met back to you and cause you to have to witness to that. So you have to train yourself. It's not easy to hear gospel music unless it's got a beat. The worst music in gospel or the hardest, shall I say, to listen to is worship. See, because worship is subject not to have a beat. You know, and we get turned on with rhythm. Why y'all looking at me like that? That's why I don't want you to come in here and, and I'm, I'm not talking about getting way out of character. There's a reverence for the house of God. Do you understand that? But I'm saying, if, if you, if, what's wrong with you when you come to worship your God and you can't show your affections of your God, but yet and still you'll pop your finger? <laughs> and the thing about it, Darius, is if you play and in the midst of you playing do that and go back to playing then folk think you something wrong with you they think you worldly no he not worldly he ain't being a hypocrite cause he on the beat yeah yeah cause when I hear my stuff play sometime I walk with my hand down here and pop my finger because I'm giving God to let everything that had breath. God said, praise him. The only thing is, I don't act a fool. <laughs> I ought to have Alan to play, play one of my, just start playing it. Play he can. Hallelujah. I need to demonstrate to you. Hallelujah. I'm not ashamed of this thing. Tired of being phony. Not going to be no hypocrite. Listen to that. See how you laid that beginning out? Huh? That's bad. Listen to this. Watch this. need to go out there and get it. 
Is that Apostle? Yeah, I got some more stuff on there too. I got a love song on there. Wrote it to my wife with God in mind. You don't like it? I didn't write it for you. <laughs> I went out of town one time and somebody once asked me, there was about three, like, young ladies, must have been about two, 22, 23 years old, they came up, and they said, where did you get that song? I said, I, got that. I wrote that for my wife. She said, ooh, ooh, I know she's happy about you. <laughs> Men, listen to me. At some point in your life, you might not be able to sing, but you got to learn to serenade. Everybody's not able to do. This man here, man, like to mess up my marriage. He liked to mess up my marriage. They did, what, Deborah? They did a baby shower for their new coming baby. Darius did a song and called out Deborah's name in it. See, I didn't call out Prophet's name in my song. And the baby is Dasha Lyric. Called out Deborah, her middle name, then Dasha Lyric. And Prophetess heard that and simply said, as a bottom line, baby, you gotta go back to the studio. I told him, I said, man, you gonna mess up every man in this church. You know, cause he can write and play. And then the other thing, I have to depend on him to help me write and play. And then he go do something by himself. He could have included me in the background to say, yes, Deborah, yes, yes. <laughs> he has left me to myself out in the cold. Then, passed out the song to different people. Man, women was going home with it looking at their husband. <laughs> I went through nine months for you. You ain't did nothing. You, ain't, you wasn't even there. <laughs> I said, boy, we must. Let's get ready to go home because I'm celebrating. Hallelujah. Bless you today.